Well, shoot. Dude, so the one thing I did want to mention during this podcast, because it was funny, because I just saw it randomly on, on Twitter. I saw, uh, do you think this is fake or real? I saw 50 Cent. Did you see him do the bench press? No. So he was like in a jail yard, and I think he was like on set for something. He hit like 30 reps at 225. I'm like, are those Hell fake no. weights? So they're definitely fake. <laughs> it looked heavy, but it was like 30 reps. Yeah, was, I think it was like 30 reps or something like that. That's what he posted. And I was like, he posted it? What? Yeah, I was like, damn, dude. Because, like, have you ever seen those, like, those super, like, deep scams that YouTube people are running yeah. where they're, like, deadlifting, like, 800 pounds, but it turns out they're, like, these weights that they bought from China that, like, are 45-pound plates, but they're really, like, 25. So they're actually lifting, like, real weight, but it's, like, way lighter. Right. And, like, that one guy on YouTube goes and, like, challenges those people. Have you ever seen that guy? No, you told He's me. He's hilarious. You told dude. me about it. We got to watch that. Well, I'll show you some videos of that guy. He goes and, like, goes, like, you did all this weight, all right, let's a, let's actually meet up, and I'll bring the weights, and you got to do it again. Yeah, and it's like all these people that are like deadlifting a thousand pounds. Like, dude, that's no, so fake. Yeah. He doesn't even have a grip on the bar. <laughs> dude. Yeah, he does. So he does it. Yeah, but he'll sit in your hand, bro, that, right, bro? <laughs> if you're super strong, like that's how I do one thirty-five. You can't I can go do, like that. I do one thirty-five. But if you're really strong, you could like uh, like a guy like. Uh, like a like a world strong man like uh, Shaw, like those guys would make two twenty five look like that like baby weight. That's what I'm just wondering like how fucking strong really is he, dude? <laughs> Someone goes the bar is legit, but those weights foam as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell no. Who do you think the strongest celebrity is? Strongest celebrity, The Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder how strong the Rock really is. Dude. He's got to be pretty strong. Yeah, he isn't lifting no fake weights, oh, no God. no foam weights in the Iron Paradise, dude. dude is that what he, be, isn't that what he calls his gym? Yeah, dude, he'll be you, just drenched in sweat. You know, he travels that whole thing with him. Yeah, that's nuts. That whole tent, it's like I can't remember what they said. It's like a hundred thousand pounds in equipment, and they ship it to like where he's filming. That's like, what I'm like, how much does that cost? Talk about a dude who has like a commitment to fitness or just to anything that's like motivational just in itself like he doesn't even tell you really what his workouts are or he doesn't brag about how long they are he doesn't brag about how much weight he's lifting but you just know by like how he is and like how he portrays himself and how he comes off as like dude this guy like he's shipping his stuff around the country just so he can work out every single morning before going to like a 12 hour shoot or whatever like Dude, we think we're busy. I cannot, like, I would love to just peep at his schedule for a month. Right. Like, how packed, back to back to back meetings and flights and filming. He always seems like he's filming like three movies at once. He's going back to the WWE. So he's like, he's coming back for yeah. the for the their premiere on TNT or TBS Somebody, or something like that. Yeah. And then he's got all the promotional stuff he's doing. He's doing the Project Rock stuff with. With uh, yeah. Under Armour, like, dude, his stuff is ridiculous. But that's my goal, though. Not, I mean, obviously it'd be awesome to be like The Rock, but I'm like, on those days where I am busy, but it's like things I like doing. Like You're thriving. That's what I wanted. I'm like, man, I wish every day was fucking like this. You I know? know, dude. It's like that. It's like that super successful productivity feeling where you're like, dude, I crushed it today. 
Rather than been like, dude, I sat around a couple hours. I tried to think of some stuff. Yeah. I saw two patients and God, like, you know, yeah. yeah, it's like that feeling. Yeah. Like, like, you know, where it's like, got, got a workout, you know, hit a, hit a podcast, yeah. you know, had a call, uh, trained a couple people, yeah. you know, did this. Just all flowed together and you were like, at another like meeting constantly here. moving, constantly like, on the move, not sitting around. Had to go do a talk. Like, yep. I like, hell yeah. Yep. And that's where I think, dude, the, the scheduling is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I don't utilize my my calendar enough. Yeah. Like, I don't go... Time block and shit. Exact. Where you actually lay that out. Because, like, you could get a lot done in a day if you schedule things correctly. Or and you, you could can. also waste a shitload <laughs> yeah. of time if you don't schedule things correctly. Yeah, that's the worst. And I think that's the big thing is, like... Just knowing what you're doing and having a mission to do it. But, like, hey, this is my hour for documentation. This is my hour for making my posts. This is my hour for doing a podcast. This is my hour for working out. And you just schedule it all into your schedule and then you're like, you're golden. Because what it is, at least for me, and tell me if you feel this, is like, I'll get a free hour. I'm like, what should I do? Would this be better? Would I be better off doing this? Would I be better off doing this? And then you're like, fuck, I don't know. You're paralyzed. When it's really, it's like, just do something. Yeah, and I'm less like that where I like don't care how successful the time is. I just want to be doing something, but I feel like it takes me the the where I lose time is like thinking of what to do. Yeah, where I'm like, hmm, what should I do now? I'm like, oh wait, I should do a post or like whatever. That takes yeah. some time. It's like it's nice to just knock that stuff out. But it, yeah, if it was already scheduled, it would just be like, all right, I'm off this. Boom. Okay, let's uh, let's write this out. Yeah, you know? yeah, but. That this is what I was gonna say the, uh, earlier was like not only taking advantage of having some free time, but like I'm also like trying to figure out how to like in, not enjoy it by doing like bullshit, but like yeah. like be in this moment, uh, like because we'll never get this again. Yeah, like, like the freedom to do whatever like, the hell you want. Yeah. We're gonna literally only continuously get busier. So I'm like, dang, like. Yeah, you want to like blow up and all that, but also like just enjoy like being like free. What well, that's what I like. I was listening to to Luca talk about his like method of like resetting and like where he does he'll like work out. You know, he's like very committed to working out as well. He like works out hard. It seems like I don't know him personally, but um, he works you know in the morning and then. When he goes to lunch, he gets out of the office, goes for a drive, goes to the lake and like reads or walks around at the lake park because he likes to be by water, which like resonates with me because I love being near water too. Like yesterday I had some, yesterday? Yesterday I had some downtime out in Tacoma. I just went to the ocean, did my call there and then just hung out and kind of just sat and watched the water for a little bit. And then he's like, then I go back to work and I'm like refueled to the point where like I'm ready to work a whole nother day. Whereas, like, I think that's a cool idea is, like, doing a bunch of hard work in the morning and then planning something where you're free to do something fun midday that refuels you to be able to go and do something else that night where you can, like, work two full, like, you know, two six-hour days, essentially, but you're separated by an hour or two. Like, you know, you get up at six and you work to 12 and then you go 12 to two and then you go two to eight working again but you had two hours of really fun stuff during the day where it's like it reset your whole mindset because you know you start to get that like by five o'clock you've been working all day and you're like 
you like really want to be productive, but you can't because you can't pull the trigger on anything and you yeah. can't think of anything. You know, you, you just get frozen. You get paralyzed on, on that. Yeah. I like that idea for me. The tough part is just like being present in that fun thing midday when, you know, like obviously if, if it was like, Oh, everything is thriving, but it's tough when you're like, yeah, this sounds great, but I could also just be like messaging people, you know? <laughs> like, I feel like that's where the, where it's, where gotta, it's gotta be like, even if, if you did it with someone, you know, cause that probably takes you out of it too. Of like, right. Hey, let's go grab lunch, right. chill, walk around Seattle, just kind of people watch for a little bit, mm-hmm. reset. And then you go back and be like, all right, now I'm executing on this stuff because you know, you'll message a hundred times more people or send out a bunch more emails if you took that downtime, recharged, and then went back at it, rather than, you know, you could probably get the same amount done in two hours that you would have done in four if you just took those two hours to re- relax and reset. A hundred percent. And it's it's just like training. You know, it, it's like, well, you could, I guess, go back to the gym, but yeah. <laughs> doing this other thing would be yeah. so much better for your progress. I think it's yeah. the same way. Yeah. It's like, you got to kind of find that, that, way to reset for yeah work and then i think it gives you a little bit of ease of mind if it's scheduled out in your calendar where you're like you know you're going to do these times so you don't need to be like antsy about getting back to it because you know the time is there to do it yeah and also and then realizing when enough is enough like yeah you know if you put in a 12 hour day 16 hour day it's like there's only so much you can do and you just got to be like confident and comfortable with going like okay like i did what i could do days over tomorrow's a new day yep that's that's always been no that's what i've had to learn you know because obviously sleep is important oh for sure otherwise like all right i'm not where i want to be well why don't i just stay up till 6 a.m until you know it's like you're not gonna get there (laughs) sleep was such an interesting thing for me too because there's a period of time where i was actually trying to program in less sleep because i just wanted to be more productive like there was a period of time where i was like I stopped doing it because I do this is going to be counterproductive because I started to feel it was counterproductive but where I was like each week I was cutting off 15 minutes of sleep (laughs) till I try to get down to like six hours. Yeah. Like dude, my body just likes seven to eight. Like, and I function some like right now I'm super awake. Um, slept pretty good last night and I'm like, but if I don't, then I'm just like kind of dragging or having periods of time where I'm like having to kind of like, slow down and so like the two hours of sleep that's the exact thing that we're talking about with the reset during the midday it's like you can either go at at 40 miles an hour all day or go at 100 miles an hour for eight hours you're going to get where you're going faster with less time spent at that same activity yeah no i like that i think the the main lesson here for each of us use that calendar for sure time block that shit schedule things out even fun yep Put for sure. Fun in. Well, and I started doing that even for like date nights, dude, like with my wife. I started like scheduling out and people were like, oh, that's less romantic. Like, you know, at first you go, oh, that's not very romantic, like scheduling like a dinner with your wife. But then it's like, but then it actually happens and you actually make the most of it and you go, okay, we're having dinner and this is our night to do this. But the rest of the day, I'm going to have worked really hard. So you're not sitting at dinner going, got to get back to the house so I can do some, like, got to do some stuff. Because that's the worst. Stuff. Yeah. When you're, like, somewhere else, when you're somewhere, but your mind is somewhere else or you wish you were somewhere else yep. because you feel like you haven't done enough. Dude, I can't I can't even watch movies anymore, barely. barely. Yeah. Because I'll be, like, turn it on. I'll be, like, fuck, I should be doing something else. I know. Or it's, like, just schedule a movie. I know. 
go and be there. And then you've got to re- realize in your mind and tell yourself like, hey, this is important. It seems like it's downtime, but it's important for my mental health, right. which is going to lead to success in other areas. And so like you have to you have to tell yourself you're all, you give yourself the permission to be all right with that kind of stuff. I think it's like trusting that too because I'll go there and then I'll be like and then and then for some reason uh like Tom Bill you pops in my head of like just grinding at all costs like all the time and I'm like but now he's the guy that's scheduling out all the fun stuff. So it's like, but Gary B always makes a good point. He's like, w- these guys aren't talking about what got them there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Which is interesting is it's like, Hey, think about like, they all talk about how much of a crazy grind it was. Yeah. It's really hard to know what it was actually like. Yeah. And it's hard to know what people consider a crazy grind. Cause some people think like eight hours of straight, punishing work is a grind some people are working 16 hours or some people are saying they're working 16 hours but really they're freaking sitting around trying to think of ideas the whole time you know it's like what how productive were those hours it's hard to know or could they have gotten there faster doing it this way yeah rather than just going burning like, themselves at both ends right like was that absolutely necessary it's always like that's why i like the short story long or like listening to yeah. startup podcasts and stuff like that where you hear people's story because like there's so many different ways to get to the success the yeah. end the end goal and i think you can be successful without working 16 hours and sleeping four and like yeah not working out and not taking care of yourself because like the longevity of it is also like if you're predisposed to burnout or you feel like you're burning out, like it's really easy to friggin' work 16 hours a day and then burn yourself out after a year and never want to do that ever again. Or, or it's like you want to get there so bad in a, like in this year, what about the next 50? Yeah. What are you going to do? But like, and then you talk to guys like Gary who are like maybe a phenomenon where it's like, you know, um, he doesn't burn out. You know, like some people just don't burn out, but I know that I would burn out on certain things because I like variety. Yeah. So like if I did the same thing for 16 hours a day, I'd definitely burn out on it. Whereas some people can do that. They can have this like really focused mindset where they're like, I can do one thing really well for a long time. So it's like, you got to know your own personality and know yourself of like what you can take and what you can't take. And maybe you can go on bursts and then you have to lay off for a second and then go on bursts. Or maybe it's better if you do the things like taking breaks during the day because that gives you this like steady speed it all depends on what you what you're trying to do i think yeah i think my advice would be just to try it you know see what works for you yeah, yeah. well like i started trying the no sleep thing and it didn't really work very well so i was like <laughs> and yeah, now you know it's not really worth it now you know yeah and i was like i'm not i'm not doing any i was just staying up to get less sleep yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, i wasn't like working until yeah. 12 at night i was just I'm like so productive <laughs> like, dude i gotta just i gotta <laughs> trying to hold my eyes open like I only need six hours tonight <laughs> or like forcing myself up to get up in the morning and then I'd come out here and just sit on the couch and just go, Fuck. I wish I could go to bed. I wish I could go back to bed. <laughs> but now I'm like, now I can pop up and do stuff. You know, it's like, but also you got to audit yourself. Yeah. And trying the, you know, the midday thing. Also, I, I like, you ever feel like guilty sometimes. Sometimes I'm like. I should be working, you know, <laughs> I should it's, be grinding. It's the guilt that other people have given you. You know, you just got to be confident and comfortable within yourself and give yourself the permission because yeah. all of that, all that guilt is that's outside influence. That's like Tom Bill, you voice in the back of your head going, you should be grinding right now. 
Yeah. Whereas like maybe you shouldn't. Who knows? Right. Who knows what's right for you? You know, you got to feel it and it's going to change like season to season, year to year, depending on your life circumstances. Yeah. It's all going to change. And people, I think people want this set rule of like, hey, this is how much you need to work to be successful. And this is the activities you need to do. This is the things you need to cut out. But it's like, it's not realistic. I think it's also, yeah, it's the lesson also there is not paying attention to what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, do what's right for you because that's what, like, that's what this whole conversation is about. Like, well, I see this guy doing that, this guy doing that, and it's like, you gotta figure out. Like, maybe you look at that and try it, but figure, like you said, figure out what's right for you. Don't yeah. say like, that's the only way. Yeah, that's what. It's tough though. Yeah, definitely tough. Hard to figure out, but hey, we're. We're figuring it out. Yeah, we're gonna go through it with with our with our audiences, people watching us. So, and I think that's something we can continue to talk about. Is like I was talking to someone today. They're like, "I'd love for you to just share more about like what you're going through and like the process and like because you never hear that. You always hear and what you're doing on a day to day. You always hear those stories, like you said, of like, here's how it was for me. Now yeah. here's where I'm at. But you never hear someone being like, in those times, in those like, yeah, shit. Well, it it's cool, and it's cool to hear some. Like, I mean, like someone just called me a, a physical therapist that's thinking about getting into the same thing that I'm doing right now. And she's like, what's it like? What's you know, what's your day to day look like? And what what's the struggle points? And what you know, it's like it's nice to talk to someone who's doing it, so you can figure out if you want to do it. You want to do that or whatever. And that's kind of what people can provide online is like just like a loudspeaker of that information where like you don't have to personally – like she was lucky she knew me and could call me, right, and she got my phone number. Whereas like someone else that's thinking about going into the same thing, they want to find someone who's doing something similar and then go, does that sound right for me? So it's like I think that's the value of sharing your experience is like, hey, maybe it's not right for you to quit your job and go full time into something like this where where like you've got to do all this kind of stuff. But maybe that's more fun to you. Well, also, it's like like I think people, they just see like an Instagram post. Oh, whoa, out of nowhere. Zach quit his job. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, there's a lot of things that got set up before. It wasn't just like, you know what? That's what's going to happen. Yeah. But I think people think that. It's like maybe a year leading up to it and like planning and like figuring things out. Daily. Going through a lot of self-doubt Every and a lot day. of examination. And like, and then eventually you get to that point where you just pull the trigger. And that's the hardest part. But that's the part that people see is the trigger pull. They don't see all the, the lead up and then the execution on the backside. And so they think it's just a trigger pull. I'm sure there's a lot of people who have literally just quit their job <laughs> and thought and like themselves and thought like it was going to really work out for them right away. And it's like, shit. that realistic mindset is hard to have too, especially when you're an optimist. Like I'm a super optimist, positivity mindset. Like, mm-hmm. and I've always had that naturally. Like that's always been my thing. So it's hard to think like, yeah, it's going to take a few months to get going. Like yeah. it's going to be a struggle and we're going to have doubts and like, we're going to have some negativity. It's like hard to put yourself into that mindset especially when you haven't gone into it. Now it's easy to see like, okay, it's like now I can be realistic about it because yeah. I know how it's going to go. But also I love that because like I love putting myself in situations rather like, I don't know. It, yeah. It's cool to learn from people and, and read about it. But when you're in it, then you can know like, yeah. like maybe both of us 
would have said like a month ago, like, shit, this isn't for me, mm-hmm. you know, and just given up and then, yeah. okay, cool. You know now. Yep. And what's the next step then? And you can't be paralyzed by moving on and going to the next thing. It's like, we've pivoted so many times. At least we're good at that. Like we used to be the health dudes. Yeah. <laughs> just sharing videos. Yeah. And you've tried coaching at certain places, worked out for a month. Yeah. Like, Dude, no. But you're quick at pivoting and going, no, no, no. Went down the wrong path. Let me go back. You're not, you know, you can commit to something. It's not like you're like flip-flopping on stuff. It's just like you're trying stuff. Right. And going for it. And, yeah, I was just listening to a podcast on the way here with uh, the Instagram guy, mm-hmm. Kevin, whatever, yeah. Sistrom. Mm-hmm. He was like the key to, uh, for entrepreneur. Ism. Is that the word? Entrepreneurism? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's like, is failing fast and having a means to do so. Yeah. Right? So, you know, not failing so that you're out of money because then, mm-hmm. like, you can't pivot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like failing fast, cheap for cheap, and uh, pivoting quick. For sure. What time are we at right now? I just want to make sure we're not going crazy long. We're almost one, an hour and ten. Okay. Because so. I want to go into something on this topic, but I like we might have to cut this or something. It, like we can two part it. Two part. Because so the business, in, the inter- interesting thing, I just listened to a podcast on the guys from uh, Movement Watches, MVMT, mm. and uh, that's a cool story because you know those guys both. One of them dropped out of college when he was nineteen. One of them dropped out of college a quarter before he graduated because they had this these all these ideas and those guys were like serial entrepreneurs. Like one of them sold those like light up T shirts that you know used to light up to the sound of the beats and like uh, so they made a bunch of money. and so they did a bunch of weird stuff and then like they would not have the money and then like five years before like five years ago today they were both like valets at some like hotel together like oh, wow. and now they're like the owners of Movement Watches. And I like what they were talking about. And they were talking about kind of that same thing is like, you have to be able to try stuff and pivot, but not put yourself in a position where like, it's going to destroy you anymore. (laughs) And so their big thing was like, I like what they're talking about because it resonates with what we're doing, which was like the bootstrapping thing. Like, dude, if you can, if you can find an idea that you can bootstrap, it's so much less like people want to talk about like, Oh, just take the big risk. But it's like, I like not taking the big risk. That's going to like, you're going to get some big L on your, on your record where you owe somebody 150 K for a loan that you took out. Whereas like what we're doing is we're bootstrapping, dude. We're working out of other people's spaces We're I'm working out of people's homes. I'm doing all this stuff to earn enough money to be able to do this with very little risk. The only risk is like that. I won't be able to pay the, the overhead that I have right now. I haven't incurred any more overhead because of the business which is, I think, the best way to start a business too. And I really like what they're talking about. I was like, if you can bootstrap it, great. Like, you don't, you shouldn't come with an idea where instantly you have to say, I need to earn a million dollars. Like, I need to raise a million bucks. Or even like, I need to raise 100000 to be able to execute on this. Right. Like, the best idea for, for those of you who are trying to get into like what Mitch and I are doing, like what, what you did and what I did is like bootstrapping, just like you did. Like, you started by bootstrapping, getting clients and learning the nutrition process, getting your certification and personal training, but staying with your job. So you started this other flow of income and then you went into it. And same with me, like I was in my other job and we had the business already started. Like we, I mean, the business was open for almost a year before I went into it full time. Like it was already established. We started to figure stuff out. We had a plan and we bootstrapped it. Like we didn't, 
we haven't injected a whole, any like very much of our own cash into it. It's kind of starting to pay for it. It's paying for itself now. And it's like, it's super safe. Cause like at the worst case, like we were both like, dude, we could always just go back and get another job. Like you could go back into the corporate world and get a business job. You could go work at a gym and train or be a manager because you have the business degree. I could always go back and work for a, a, a other person's physical therapy clinic. But it's also like the risk is fairly low right now. Cause mm-hmm. both of our overheads are fairly low. We don't have a whole, like we don't have fancy cars. We don't live in fancy houses. Yep. Like, so it's, that's the bootstrapping mentality. And I love that mentality of of like building a business or building anything like, especially like that's would be my biggest suggestion to people who are trying to do uh, what I'm doing right now and starting my own company is like, don't go a hundred percent in if you're scared of it, but try to start dabbling into it. Find like do it on the weekend or like what I was doing was I was working three 10 hour days and two five hour days. And I was doing things on the end of the five hour days and then on the weekend. So I had essentially four days of the week that I could do other things. And like, it got to the point where I was like, yeah, like this actually looks like something I can jump into. Let me exit my current job safely. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, uh, one thing to point out at least, I mean, at least for me and I know a little bit for you, but like that time kind of sucked, you know, it was tough. (laughs) Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like it was tough to, stay at the job for that long, you know, when you didn't want to be there. And then after having to be there, you're like, Fuck, now I got to go work yeah. on other things. Although I did enjoy working on that stuff. Um, but you could have probably exited your situation earlier. You just didn't want to for like tax, tax implications and trying to wait for like, uh, you know, like a tax refund or what, you know, like you had certain financial things where you're like, it doesn't, make a hundred percent sense to leave right now. Yeah. Like I should stay in. Cause you could have just abandoned that. Like right. you, I mean, I've heard stories of these entrepreneurs where I can't remember. I heard someone's crazy entrepreneur story where he was like about to vest his interest in a company. And he left he like a left. month before two months before. And it was like a million dollars that he lost or like $2 million oh that he God. lost because he just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. It's like some things just don't make sense. Like maybe you should have just stuck around for the two months and got the million bucks. Cause that right. would have helped you out in your journey. But if that's like, you had to get out. You had to get out. Yeah. That's the same. Like I wasn't super happy at the end of my term where I, you know, I had put in eight weeks notice to leave. So there was yeah. like, it was like this build up to quit. And then I was like, ah, oh, such relief. And I'm like, Oh wait, I gotta do this for two more months. Yeah. Like, and now it's the real grind. Like where we've got, I've got to like, full, like almost go full time into both businesses, which was kind of what happened. So, mm-hmm. That's what it's all about is like, I like that safe, that safe, like jump out, like dip your toes in. Like, well, cause I think there's two thought processes behind it because number one is you prove the model. Like you prove that you can do it and you prove the model. Right. Yep. And I think that's where people go wrong is like, you know, you go like, let's say we did what Izzy did and put all that money into a gym like that. Uh, no one's here. You know, it's like, well, you didn't know that it was going to work anyways. Well, that's the thing is like, you can think a lot of things and people will tell you a lot of things, but until you actually go out there and try to execute it for yourself, you don't know. Like we were like, Oh yeah, it's going to be pretty easy to get clients. I think. And it's like, okay, that's proving to be a, like an obstacle, yeah. like a major obstacle. Time. But like, so you can pontificate on anything you want to, but you I know, until you actually that. try it, you won't know. And like, that's why it was nice because I, I started to try the outside thing and I'm like, okay, like I can see that I can get clients and I can see that I can get referrals, but also it's a lot harder than 
yeah, looks. Right. Yeah. And and that's the that's the benefit of that model, you know. Um but I think you have to also in that model like find a way to commit to it too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you could half ass it, oh, it doesn't work. Right. And and like, ditch the idea. Exactly. Yeah. Like like You've got to give it an honest effort. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Because that's, and that's the only issue I see with people doing it is they're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about getting into this thing. I'm going to do this side hustle. I'm going to grow my Instagram. And they don't it's do like, it enough time. Like it's like you're watching Netflix at night. Like yeah. what? Like yeah. And know? I hate to tell you that your Instagram is not just gonna grow. And you could put you could. I mean, like that struck me like probably a year ago when I was like, yeah, I'm gonna start building my following and trying to get followers because then that will convert to clients and all that stuff. But like, then you look at people that are doing really steady work, like posting three videos a day on Instagram, and their their following is like maybe five thousand higher than it was a year ago and you're like, okay, wait, this process is much, much harder than it looks like. Cause everyone wants to go, oh yeah, it's really easy. All you gotta do is make a lot of posts, do hashtags and get your, you know, get like do nice images and like, no, it's not easy. And nothing is as easy as it sounds or looks or someone will make it out to be. And especially when you're looking from the outside in, once you're in the inside, at least you have the benefit of going, oh, okay, this is how this actually works. Yeah. So you've got to be realistic with yourself. And I think that like at the same time as like, you risk like not going full in and, and trying to, and stopping early. Like you've got to give it sufficient time. You've also got to be really realistic and sit down and go, okay, I've put in a realistic five hours and I've got this much to show for it. What would happen if I spread that five hours out to 40 or 50? Like, can I extrapolate what I'm doing right now out? You know? Also, and, did I like those five hours? Cause that was a big part of how I knew I was good. Cause I was like, yeah, maybe some days didn't go the way I wanted them to or things are going slower, but I'm like, I want to be doing this. Exactly. Well, and, I'm, and I've never been happier to be right. where I am right now. Like yeah. I told I told uh, Eliza the other day, I was like, even if I'm making less money right now than I was, like it's so worth it because I feel free. Like it feels like I was in a cage and now I'm just out. Like I just get a, it's just a this, weird feeling. It's this feeling of like, Fear and like anxiety, but also like happiness and like just it's just a really weird feeling that it you is. can't really explain until like you're out of it and you and then you sit in it for you know six weeks, uh, two you know three months where you're like, is this really yeah, because like in the first really two weeks it? feels like you you it's hard to it feels like you're just on vacation you're like oh I'm going back. Yeah. Like, like, oh, wait, I'm not going back. And also, I have to start doing this, like really, really doing this. Yeah. So it's it's cool that I wouldn't trade it, wouldn't change it. I would encourage a lot of people. And I hope that's the way it goes, you know, like with access to information, probably less need to go to school. More people could start like easier access to, to starting a business and things like that because of all these business tools and like online yeah. accounting. And like you don't have to be a master in a lot of the back end stuff to be able to do the front end stuff now because there's a lot of companies that will do the back end stuff for you. I think there's going to be a lot more people starting their own thing and enjoying their life a lot more because I think the generations that are coming up are now less about the standard like 
get a standard, get a job and buy a house and have car, three kids yeah. and have a decent car and like only go on two vacations a year. It's like people want freedom now and people yeah. know that because they have access to information, they can see it can be done. Yeah. More people are wanting to do it. So in a world that things are getting bought up by like big corporations, it'll be interesting to see if there's a shift back to like a lot of micro businesses where right. people are like solo entrepreneurs or so like partnership entrepreneurs where there's just a ton of like little companies around all these big conglomerates. Um, yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see like how it goes in the next 10 to 20 years. Well, it's just interesting. Like, you know, uh, the crazy stories about like Amazon, like Izzy was telling me some people, they have like Amazon buzzers. Oh, they do have buzzers. And like when they're working I've out, seen them. when they're working out, if it goes off, like they stop working out yep, and they and grab they their laptop. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes they'll be there for the rest of that class and the rest of the next class. Yeah. And like they don't have a choice. Yep. And so it was funny. I was talking to, uh, to Jesse and, uh, He's like, man, I'm jealous of you fuckers. <laughs> He's like, you guys are just rolling around the town doing whatever the fuck you want. I was like, hey. That's what it looks like from the outside. Like, it comes with a trade-off. Like it, There's a huge trade-off. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't have the security. Right. You, it's like, it's everything's on a continuum. Like, security is on one side and freedom's on the other. Mm-hmm. Like, they, and they, you can't have security and freedom at the same time. No. Unless you're like the big dogs. Like, right. well, that's you get what, to a Gary Vee status. You that's get what rich, we're working like, towards. Exactly. But that's like, the end goal, I guess, is like, I guess it's not on a continuum in some cases, like where the end goal is like, you brought freedom and like sometime, somehow you warped that scale and instead of it being on a continuum this way, you bent it into a U-shape where yeah. the more stabi- the more freedom you got, the more stability you got and it yeah. got up to that like level where it matched mm-hmm. because like right now it feels like it's very on other sides. Like the more things I take on that I don't want to take on, the more stability it gives me but the less freedom. Like, 100%. Like because I have projects right now that I can take on that pay me yeah. but it takes away from my freedom which yeah. is like it's all a sacrifice. It's all like you got to play that out in, in your scenario, in your mind of how that works of like Hey man, I can have a part-time job and do my other thing part-time. Maybe that'll give you security. Maybe you take a 20-hour a week job, yeah. but now you sacrificed half of your freedom for stability Is that taking you away, you know? Exactly. But exactly. it was funny because uh, I was then we we were talking about Amazon, how it's like, yeah, you know, you're jealous of our situation. People at Amazon probably are too, but you know, they're getting paid well. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And, uh, and they have health care mm-hmm. and they have paid, they get like when they leave on vacation, they still get paid. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, like, cause I applied for a job way back in the day and I was like, going through interviews and they were going to offer me a $30,000 signing bonus. And, uh, he was like, you know, that model is not new. And I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, the army's been doing it for years. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they give you that cash up front <laughs> and then they expect quite a bit from you <laughs> and you're under contract because yeah. if you don't play it out, then you pay it back. And then you're really screwed when you have to pay back the signing bonus <laughs> yeah. and you spent that shit. That's yeah. like what happens to like these NFL players. Like so they, now you're they spent money before they have it. Yeah. So now you're stuck. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's, I didn't even think about it like the army dude, but it is. Yeah. That's funny. That's tough though. Yeah. And like, I mean, I used to be like, sometimes I think back or I look at them and I'm like, dang, I am pretty envious of like being able to go on vacation and still collect a pay- paycheck. But then I'm like, no, I'd way rather be in my situation. Like when I leave, 
I don't make any money, but at the same time, like I get to do every day. I get to do what I love, what What's I enjoy, what I want to do. Right. Yeah. The, the 10% of your life that you're on vacation or the 90% of your life. Right. No, it's I'd funny. Cause that. like ever since leaving, like I'm not like, I was always looking forward to the next vacation. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up or Christmas is coming up. Okay. I'm going to get four days off here. I'm going to get yeah. four days off here. Uh, like let's plan a trip to Hawaii. Because I need something to look for. I need something to look forward to. Now I'm like, I would like to go on those vacations, or like now I'm like more into like weekend trips because I can work a Wednesday, a like I can load up my own day Wednesday to Thursday, and then I can take a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and not feel bad about it because I pushed whoever I was going to see on Friday into those other four days. So I'm still, you know, like you, it's flexible. Well, it's also like I look forward to the next day. That's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Whereas mostly it's like I'm looking forward to. Four days out. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. How weird is the how fast the weeks go too now? Like, like yeah, uh, today is a Wednesday now. So like Monday, people hate Mondays, and it's so funny because I was always like, dude, I'm gonna love Monday. And like I used to, I was like, no, I like force myself into mindset of like, no, I love Mondays. I'm a guy who loves Mondays. But I really, when I was in my current past job, I wasn't a guy who loved Mondays. Yeah. I was a guy who loved Fridays. Yeah. I was like, oh, short Friday. That's how my schedule is laid out. I was like, oh, I'm out at like 11 o'clock. Damn, like I got almost a three-day weekend. Yeah. But it was like that three-day weekend feeling. Now I'm seeing clients on Saturday mornings, and I'm like, dude, that's cool. Like see some a couple people and then go on with the rest of your day. Yeah. Like that's almost better, like that balance of like not looking forward to any one day too much and just loving the freedom of every day. Because like after we do all this, I'm going to go to the gym like late tonight. I can, you know, I can, I don't have anything going on tomorrow morning. I have clients in the evening and like, that's the same Friday. We're going to film on Friday. We're going to have clients in the evening. It's like just all spaced out now. It's like, before I know it, it's Friday, it's Saturday and I'm off. I'm doing something fun, but I I have those opportunities to do fun things every day. And people underestimate how much time we really have in a day. Like, that's what I'm realizing. I'm like, wow. You know, like I could train three people in the morning on Saturday, literally have the entire day mm-hmm. and then the whole night. Yep. And like, yeah. like everyone has that too. I know. But people just get in this mindset of like, no, I got to sleep till noon on Saturday. Yeah. And then I got to like, this you is know, the one day I have to sleep in, do dumb shit. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then I got to go out and yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I got it. Yeah. I got to do this, this and this. Cause then freaking Monday is coming. Yeah, but it's like, I used to, I, I was there, man. So I, I get it. Such a weird feeling though, to get rid of that. It is God. And I wish I could just have people, other people feel it. Right. I don't want to encourage anyone to like jump out of their job, like unnecessarily, especially like I'm in a really lucky position where I don't have kids. My wife works at a stable job that gives me health insurance. Right. And I'm like, so I'm like the least overhead guy ever. My car's paid off. I drive an old truck yeah. Um, I rent a house right now. It's like, you know, I've just set up my life to, to be successful with this and it isn't for everyone. I mean, like we need the people who are working those Amazon jobs that are right. forwarding the technology and kind of being the, the, you know, the worker bees of, well, of I just hope culture. they find their thing too, though. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe you can do that, but I hope that like, like I'll be honest, like I said, it did suck, uh, when I was doing the side hustle just because I had to be there during the day. Yep. I didn't mind coming home and working. Yep. It sucked because I wanted to be doing that too. Yeah, and so then, like, and then I, you didn't have any other time. Yeah. There was no other time to enjoy the rest of the day. Right. So I hope that 
people find like that other thing you know like that's why i encourage people to start a podcast or something about like whatever the hell they love talking about like yeah i love that we did the hot takes cold brews because it proves the model yeah what do you like if you like apples start a podcast about apple i know gary v always says it but like you're gonna have a lot of fun Mm -hmm. talking about it yeah and then you'll talk to an expert about it you're gonna have a lot of fun talking to them about it then you'll get new ones in like and it might lead to you like producing your own thing of that topic. And if it doesn't, like you had so much fun. Yeah, and there, there's, yeah, I think there are people who just really do like working a stable job, nine to five. You get home, play some video games, you know, have a beer, whatever, and like that's the life for them. And like, good. Like, I hope I just like literally more than anything in the world, I just wish people could feel the feeling that. Like at least I have right now. I don't know if it'll change. If I'll get more desperate or it'll get scary or like it'll, you know, like my feelings towards this situation will change because I've only been in it for a short period of time. But it's like I always just hope people can find that because how sad would it be if you just get to the end of your life and you're just like, dude, I hated like 80% of my whole life, Yeah, which is a scary feeling to think about. And I think that's why more people are in our generation are going into what they actually want for less money. Yeah. Because they don't want to be that guy who gets to the end of life. Cause you realize you only got one life. I mean, it depends on your beliefs, but really right. as a human, you might only have one life and we have one go at this and you like, it's scary to think of the alternative. I think once, like you said, once you're in it, you understand. Yeah. But from the outside, it's like, Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. Well, like that girl I talked to today, I didn't want to try to convince her either way. Like, right. Hey, quit your PT job. Come join us. Like I'm not, I'm going to tell you how it is. Try to describe it to you in the best I can, but I can't make you feel the feelings. And I don't know if it's for you because I don't know your work ethic. I don't know right. your life circumstances and your overhead and like all that stuff. And like if I knew a little bit more than that, I might be able to give you a little bit more informed decision, but well, a hundred percent. Cause like, it, it all comes back to your goals too. Like if my goals were to be as social as possible and that's what I really, really loved was like, I just want to be that guy at the bar with my friends every Friday. I want to go Thursdays too. Yeah. We'll like weekend trips, camping. This really wouldn't be for me. Exactly. You know, like yep. this, this. And so, so maybe that is the right person for that Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, that's great. Yeah. But but yeah, you gotta you gotta understand that about about yourself, because that's what I hate is people trying to get both. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know. Like I see a lot of people who love that lifestyle. At least you can't get it instantly. Like we're trying to get we're trying to get both. Kind of, we're trying to get freedom and stability at the same time. Yeah, which depends on it depends on how that looks for you. Right, like. I want to get to a point where I can go and travel to Europe for a couple, like a couple weeks at a time and come back and everything be cool. And I haven't like gone under financially, mm-hmm. but it's also like, I'm, I'm more than okay. Like working super hard in the interim and, and going through weeks where it's like, you know, you put in a 60 or 70 hour week, you're never going to get a, some a situation unless you're super lucky where you're not working at all. You're just doing everything fun that you like. Like you're not going to be Dan Bilzerian. But at the same time, like, <clears throat> I, I think about it. I'm like, this is fun. Oh, so fun. You know, like, 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 yeah, uh, sure. I'd love, yeah, I'd love to travel and see new things. But like, if, if I, if I had a choice of like building a business, 
Like I'd pick those things yep. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if someone doesn't and is like, fuck, I hate this. Then the ideal thing is like building the business to the point where it allows you to travel. Like right. a lot of these like guys said, who are doing seminars that are on dude, the road and doing this stuff. Yeah. That's an idea. Like yeah. shit. Then you get to go see, you do like, you know, a one day thing or a two day seminar and you get and to go you see do you get travel. paid for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the dream, man. Just trying to live the dream. Trying to get there. It's all about the process, though, like Joel Embiid says. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Trust the process. Hey, we're right in it. We're right in it. And and that's another thing, too, is like, I mean, I mean, we talked about it. I've had times where I'm like, shit, this is, this is tough, mm-hmm. you know, just because you get scared. You get that doubt. And so I do think it takes the right person. Cause For sure. I, I see myself as a decently mentally strong person that I've, I've built that up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but I think a lot of people might like not want to feel that way. Yeah. That's why I think uh, the bootstrap and dabble into its scenario is best for most people. Yeah. Because you get the best. You start of to feel it. Yeah. You get a sample of it, but you got to realize that it's a sample. Right. You know, it's, it's not like just because you have really good success in that first 20 hours that you put into it doesn't mean it's always going to be like that. There's going to be lows. There's going to be, there's going to be lows and highs. Yeah. So you've got to try to take the best sample as you can get and then figure it out from there. Manage expectations for sure. Yeah. Well, we're about 90 minutes in. So there we go. Hopefully we can break this into two Two podcasts. I think we can. Two parts. I think there's good. The the business half and the, all the stuff we talked about. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, I hope everyone appreciated it. Had a, had a good time listening. I had a good time chatting. That cold brew. That fires you up, dude. I know. Can't stop talking. I'm telling you, if you want to get motivated, start drinking cold brew. Drink a cold brew. Peace. All right.